All right, guys, if, if you've never met me before or uh, if you maybe forgot who I was because you haven't seen my face for like three months, my name is Kyle, and I'm one of the pastors here at Joy Church with my wife, Kayla. And, uh, and actually, before I get started, a little uh, personal piece. If, you're not, if you don't follow me on Instagram or Facebook or my wife, you may not know, but three months ago, I had my first son. All right, I had my first son, and everybody say, oh, but wait, hold your awes. I've got a picture for you. All right, I think, the, I think the guys over here have got a picture for you. Oh, come on. Come on. Man, those Jays, look at those Jordans. Man, already showing me up. He's got the joggers and the Jordans, and I think more hair than, uh, than like every other baby in this whole city combined. But, uh, man, he's so cute, and I, you, I, can, I can hear the awes actually coming in from homes all over the area. I can, it's like an actual physical sound. I can hear it. But uh, that's a little, a little life update, and uh, we've been talking about this concept of zoomed out. We, Pastor Jake started it yesterday if, or last week. If you didn't get a chance to check that out, go check out that message. It's incredible, but we're launching this, this idea called zoomed out talking about bigger perspective, bigger vision, bigger mission, a bigger faith. And when I, when I thought about it, I thought, man, you know what, in my season of life, I got a baby in the house. Uh, you kind of start to realize like this, when you think about being zoomed out, having a higher perspective, getting above the fray, above the, the noise, if you will. When you, when you have a baby, it doesn't matter really how high and lofty your thoughts may be on a, on a Thursday morning as you're as you're sitting on your couch thinking about how to solve the great problems and great challenges of the world, when, you are, when, you're having, when you're having these like high and lofty thoughts, you can be halfway to solving the crisis of world hunger. But in the moment that you hear your baby start crying, you can go from the most high and lofty thoughts to singing silly songs and, and, and making crazy faces and making weird noise like raspberry noises on their belly, you know, making, doing all sorts of wacky stuff from the height of intellect to the depth of intellect in a matter of seconds, right? When, when you've got a crying baby, it doesn't even matter if it's your crying baby. You know when there's a crying baby in the room, nobody is solving the world's challenges while a baby is crying, right? If you've been on an airplane with a crying baby, you know this to be true. Nobody is solving the world's great challenges with a crying baby in the room. So here's my question today. How do we keep a zoomed out vision in the midst of a whirlwind, in the midst of of our daily life, in the midst of financial trouble, in the midst of uncertainty? How do we keep zoomed out vision in the midst of a whirlwind that requires immediate attention? You know, I'm going to get into the Bible and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about what the Bible has to say about this and pull some great principles out. But first, I just want to say right now is a great time to lean in. What do I mean lean in? I mean focus in, pay attention. Try to really, really take some time and say, hey, I'm going to get something amazing out of this today because guess what? You will. Why? Because I'm amazing and, and, and I'm going to bring, no. Because the creator of the universe who loves you deeply wants to speak directly into your heart right now in this moment. It doesn't matter if I speak with eloquence or, or, or bumble around for 20 minutes it doesn't matter. We're going to read the Bible and the creator of the universe who loves you deeply wants to speak right into your heart right now. So take some time and say, God, I am I'm preparing myself for what you have to speak prophetically into my life this morning and lean in. All right, we got a deal. We're going to go into the Bible. 
real fast. We're going to be in Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. I think they got it up on the screen, but I'm going to read it off this screen because that screen's little and my eyes are bad. All right. It says, from that day on, actually, I'm going to back up a little bit, give you a little context. Right here, we're in the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah is a prophet. He's a prophet from God, and God tells Nehemiah, hey, Nehemiah, I want you to go to Jerusalem. I want you to rebuild the broken down walls that are in there. And so he goes to Jerusalem, and they start rebuilding the walls. But hey, the enemies that are around, they don't like that they're rebuilding the walls because they can't just plunder them whenever they want to anymore. So the enemies are saying, okay, now we're going to attack. So there's a threat of attack on these people as they're trying to rebuild their defenses. Now, we zoom in. Sound like a whirlwind? Yes, it is. So it says, from that day on, half of my servants worked on construction and half held the spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail. And the leaders stood behind the whole house of Judah who were building on the wall. Those who carried burdens were loaded in such a way that each labored on the work with one hand and held his weapon with the other. And each of the builders had his sword strapped at his side while he built. All right, so let's, let's, let's examine this a little bit. Nehemiah, he gets this, this, this zoomed out perspective, this big vision from God. And, and he starts doing it. And then, yes, what comes in? A now problem, right? What comes in? An immediate issue, an immediate challenge to overcome. But there's still this big vision, right? Yes, there's a short-term solution. But here's what I want to talk about today. There are, there are problems in your now, but God wants to solve the issues that are beyond your sight. God wants to, when everything was turning up roses, you know, the king was actually for him. The king of a foreign land said, yes, go build this wall. Everything was coming up good. And it was easy to have this high, lofty, big, zoomed out vision. But when the whirlwind of whether it's everyday life, whether it's hard circumstances, whether it's challenges, finances, pandemic, social crises, right? When, when things, when the whirlwind comes in, how do you keep building walls while also managing the whirlwind? I want to look at how Nehemiah did it. How did Nehemiah keep building a wall while managing the whirlwind? All right, here's one thing that I know about people. We are naturally prone to a one-track mind. Naturally prone to a one-track mind. So I, I know that in this like whole, let's call it a remodel, right? This rebuilding of the wall. I know that there were probably two camps. There were probably two camps. And I see this in a lot of areas of life. There's, there are two camps. You've got the wall builder camp. You've got the wall builder camp. And, and, and it's this mentality that says, hey, you know, we live in a broken world and, and, and nothing is going to be perfect until we get this wall built. So we need, to, we need to just keep doing what we've been doing, keep putting all of our efforts towards building this wall. And when, we finished, when we're finished, there will be no need for swords, Right? the wall builder mentality. And then you can see some other people would come in and say, well, let's call them the fighters. They would say, well, you know, is there any reason in having a wall if before we can finish it, we're all killed because we weren't arming ourselves and we weren't protecting ourselves? So they, so they would say, hey, we have an immediate problem and we shouldn't do anything else until there are no more immediate problems. Then we can resume the wall. Then we can, then we can continue the vision. But I, I would say this right now that the truth is actually in the tension. The truth is, is, is the, the meeting of these two perspectives in that, yes, there, there's problems and we're never going to be fully safe until the wall is built. But also, we're not going to be fully safe unless we manage 
the whirlwind now. So how do we manage the whirlwind while keeping a zoomed out perspective? We need to get our vision, our, our mission, our, our marching orders, if you will, from a zoomed out God perspective. But we need to bring our actions to the now. We need to bring our actions to the now. And, and if you, you, you want to go back and check out last week's message on the, the art of zooming out, the lost art of zooming out. Pastor Jake did an amazing job. If you're like, what are you talking about zooming out? We're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like. But man, the art of zooming out, so good last week. Check it out. All right. But right now, I want to talk about what zoomed out vision looks like. I want to talk about what zoomed out vision looks like and how to keep a hold of it when the whirlwind comes to town. So you know that zoomed out vision is happening when, one, it's too big for you. You know that zoomed out vision is happening. You know that your vision is it's, it's zoomed out. It's the perspective that God wants to have for you when it's too big for you. God wants to leave room in his vision for your life that he has to provide. We call this, we talk about at Joy Church, a God-sized vision. A vision that is so big, so lofty, a dream that's so uh, unattainable that you have no chance unless the creator of the universe, the God of power, comes in and steps in to your situation and helps you make it happen. All right? You know you're having zoomed out vision when it's too big for you. Right? A lot of times we think that when a vision is too big for us, it means that, it was, that it's, just a, it's just a child's dream right? It's just, a, it's just something that should be set off to the side for now, or, or it's something that, oh, that, that's obviously just like a, a thought. It's not a, it's not a vision. No, a God-sized vision is vision that is too big for you. So if it's not too big for you, it's time to zoom out a little bit further, get a little more perspective, get a little bit more of God's eyes, right? A zoomed out vision is one that is too big for you. Also, you know that you are zoomed out. You know that you have zoomed out vision, when the minor details lose focus in favor of the big picture. I'll say that again. You know that you're zoomed out when the minor details lose focus in favor of the big picture. In other words, a vision that's bigger than minor inconveniences. You know, I have a piece of art uh, hanging in my house, and I, and I really love it. It's, it's actually probably the, my favorite piece of art in the house. And it's really, it's really interesting. Actually, it's, it's by a guy in our church, a guy in this room, actually. He's sitting right over here running the computer. He's killing it. He's making everything show up and, and making it to where you can see me right now. All right? That's so cool. But his name is uh, Luke McCready. Look him up. His art's amazing. But I've got this piece hanging in my house. And, and I'll, I'll show you uh, the first, let's see that first picture of it. All right. So this is a zoomed in, this is a zoomed in image of this piece. You can see it doesn't make sense. It's, uh, this isn't like crazy zoomed in, it's pretty zoomed in, uh, but you can see here, you'll see in a little while, the whole eye, but you can see there's blank spaces, there's, uh, there's it's just a four colors of dots, right? There's, there's not much going on here. There's, there's a lot of random seeming dots, there's only four colors, it's really, uh, it's really low resolution, there's not a lot of detail. But when you zoom out, let's see the zoomed out version of this. When you zoomed out, I see a lot more than four colors here. I see a lot more than four colors here. I see a lot more than dots here. I, 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 see, I see blank spaces that, that don't really matter anymore in terms of the whole picture, right? This picture, it's, it's bigger than minor inconveniences. It's, it's bigger than 
the, it's bigger than the sum of its parts, even. A zoomed-out vision is one where the minor details lose our focus in favor of the big picture. You guys can take that down. I'll say that one more time. A zoomed-out vision is one where the minor details lose focus in favor of the big picture. Big vision is rarely precise. Zoomed-out vision is rarely precise. It leaves room for God to work. It's, it's too big for you. It leaves room for God to work. It leaves room for people to make mistakes. It leaves room for things to change, right? It, it, a, a big God-sized vision leaves room. Nehemiah got a vision to what? Build a wall. Three words, build a wall. Build a wall. And now by staying zoomed out, he saw that mission through in actually an incredible time, 52 days, they built this whole wall and he did it through opposition. Now, in this vision, did, it, did Nehemiah get a big vision that said, okay, build a wall, some people are going to come to attack, and when they come to attack, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take like a day, guard the place, but then after that, I want you to put half the people on, uh, on guard duty, have the people that are working carry swords or have them strapped to them and, and distribute the work. In the... No, that wasn't God's vision. The, the, the zoomed out vision lost focus of the minor details in favor of the big picture. Because zoomed out vision, it's bigger than minor inconveniences, right? And, and people coming to attack your, your land and take your people and destroy your walls doesn't seem like a minor inconvenience when you're zoomed in on the time. But when you, when, when you zoom out, even, even just in scripture, when you zoom out, you see that this minor inconvenience is less than a chapter, less than a chapter of a book of 20-some chapters, and less than a chapter of a book that is one of 60-some books, right? When you, when you, when you zoom out, this, this, this story isn't, isn't that, like that part of the story isn't even big. But when we, when we zoom out, we lose focus on the minor details in favor of the big picture. But when we zoom in, we lose the big picture in favor of the minor details, the minor inconveniences. So we have to zoom out. Because big vision, it's rarely precise. So, how do we, like Nehemiah did, keep big vision, keep zoomed out vision in our hands and in our eyes while also managing the whirlwind? How do we keep big zoomed out vision in our eyes without losing the whirlwind? I think there's a great picture in, in this passage that it talks about, it says right here, those who carried burdens were loaded in such a way that each labored on the work with one hand and held their weapon in the other, right? This is a beautiful picture of someone who's got one hand on big vision. We're building this wall. We're, 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 we're zoomed out. We're, we're still working. We're still chipping away. And one hand on managing the whirlwind. One hand on managing the whirlwind. So how do you manage the whirlwind while maintaining zoomed out vision? Zoomed out vision. Number one, what does Nehemiah do? He controls what he can control. He controls what he can control. So we have to control what you can control. When we get zoomed in, we often zoom in so close that we can't even see what we have influence over. We zoom in so close that we can't even see what we have influence over. There, there, there were so many things in this story that would have made these people safer. Right? When you zoom in so close on the issue, so close on the whirlwind, they see people are coming to attack. P 
people are coming to attack. Now, now what, what all things could have, could have happened? We could have, they could have called for allies to come to their defense. They could have tried to reason with them and, and, and convince them to have a change of heart and not attack them. They could, they, could have, they could have done all these different things. But what did they do? They focused on what they could control. Nehemiah says, hey, let, let's focus on what we control. We'll build a wall and we'll have a sword. But, but when, when the solution to the problem becomes what we, have, what we can get other people to do, then your solution is the wrong solution, right? Your solution is the wrong solution. So they focus on what they can control. They, they zoom out and say, what can we control? What can we control in this situation? We can build a wall still. We can, we can actually lay bricks. I, I, I can take a brick from here and put it there, throw some mortar on it, and that wall is going to get bigger. I can carry a sword. I can hold guard. And, and it will discourage people from coming in, right? And it will keep us safe if people do come in, right? They focused on what they could control. Oftentimes when we get zoomed in, we get so focused on waiting for the circumstances to change, right? Because we, so, we get zoomed in on a circumstance. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm guilty of this right now, right? We're, we're in the midst of, of, of a pandemic. And I get so zoomed in on what's going on right now that my thoughts turn to, well, when everything is opened back up again, when life goes back to normal, when, when, when things change, once they tell us that we can do this, once they say that we can do that, rather than, rather than zooming out and saying, what is the vision? What is the mission? What can I do? What can I control right now that will bring my life closer to God's plan? What can I do right now that will bring my life closer to God's plan? That is, that is zooming out, getting God-sized vision, getting zoomed out vision, and managing the whirlwind at hand. All right? Control what you can control. Number two, take regular time to step out of the mess, step out of the whirlwind, and connect with God's vision. Connect with zoomed out vision. What we see here is ne- Nehemiah, he didn't neglect the whirlwind. But he did make sure to step out of it when, it when it took too much energy. He did make sure to step out of the whirlwind and maintain that big vision. We see, actually, if you, if you look back just a few verses before what we read today, they first hear the, the report, hey, we are going to be under attack. There are people coming to attack us. And what do they do? They stop, they guard, they, they put defenses out, they stop building the wall for a very short period of time. They do that. They realize, okay, we, we've gotten where we need, we've gotten safety where we need to have it. Now, let's zoom back out. Let's focus on the vision. Let's focus on the mission. Let's, let, let's start building a wall. Yes, we're still going to keep our, we're still going to manage this whirlwind. We're not, we're not neglecting what's going on, but we're going to zoom out. We're going to manage the whirlwind. He took time to step out of the vision, or step out of the whirlwind and connect with Vision, And this is where we have to practice daily the lost art of zooming out. Again, go back last week. Look at Pastor Jake's message, the lost art of zooming out. Get a God-sized vision every morning by connecting with God's purpose for your life. Get a God-sized vision every morning by connecting with God's purpose for your life. I'm not going to spend too much time here because, man, that is a, that is a dense topic. That's, there's a, a lot of meat there. Go back last week. Look at what that means. How do we... Uh, use the lost art of zooming out? How do we use the last, lost art of zooming out? 
So we've got control what you can control. Take regular time to step out of the whirlwind and connect with vision. Number three, take one step towards that zoomed out vision every day. Take one step towards zoomed out vision every day. You've probably heard the phrase, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. The, the, the fight against the whirlwind, the fight to hold on to zoomed out vision will look like one little action at a time. One little action at a time. And so what, what, do, I, what do I mean by this? What do I mean by this? When, when we have, when we have a, a zoomed out vision, it can be so big, right? We talked about this. What does a zoomed out vision look like? It looks like one that is too big for you. It's looking at an elephant. It's too big for me, right? So you're looking at this, you're looking at this vision and you're like, man, that is too big for me. But if you don't take one step today, then what happens when you look at it tomorrow? Man, it is too big for me. It is too big for me still. And then the next day, oh, you look at it, it is too big for me. But the fight against whirlwind looks like taking one action at a time. This is where we apply control what you can control. What is the one step that I can take this week to to realize my God-sized vision, to realize this plan that God has for my life? What's one step that I can take toward that vision today? I'll I'll tell you, if you've got a a big plan in your life, if you've got like a a business that you want to start, you're like, God's calling me to start a business. God's God's calling me to, uh, to reach this people group. God's calling me to do that. God's calling me to do this. If God's calling you to do something, It is, it is going to be very, very big. But here's the thing. One step a day will take you so far. So far. So often we get so zoomed in to the whirlwind. We get so zoomed in to the whirlwind that a day, a week, a month, a year passes. And we've not taken one step. But if we look back from that year, if we zoom out, if you will, and we look, at, we, we look back, we say, man, if I had take an action then. Where would I be now? People talk about this all the time. If I had bought Apple then, where would I be now? If I had bought Tesla then, if I had bought Bitcoin then and then sold it then and then bought it back again and then sold it again. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but if I, had, if I had done then, where would I be now? So, so, so take, a, take a step right now. You zoom back and you say, yeah, maybe if I had done it then, I'd be there now. But if I start now, I'll be there then. One step at a time, one tiny step a day will take you so, so far. So take the first step today. Take the first step today. Don't line it all out first. Don't, don't get every little detail in place. Look at that, look at that picture that I, that I put up earlier. You say, you say oh, there, there's, all these, there's all these unfilled spaces. There's all these spaces that I don't know about. I got to get all the other colors. I got to get the Crayola 120-some pack with the sharpener on the side. And I got to, I gotta, that's, a, that's a good joke for uh, all my 90s kids and people who are still in school right now. I don't know if they still use those. Anyway, you were the real deal if you had the big, gigantic crayon pack. Uh, but I, I need all the colors. I need all the, I need, I, I need the stencils. I need everything. I got to get it all lined out just right. No, you don't. No, you don't. Take the first step today. You don't have to get it all in line first. Just do it now. Just do it now. Take the first 
step today. So how do we maintain zoomed out vision while managing the whirlwind? You've got to control what you can control. You've got to control what you can control, and that means not controlling what you can't control. You've got to take regular time to step out of the whirlwind and connect with vision. And you have to step, take one step towards your zoomed out vision every day. One step towards your zoomed out vision every day. But maybe for you, you're thinking like, man, you know, that'd be nice. That'd be great if I, had, if I had a zoomed out vision. If I had a vision that was big or a, a purpose that was big. I, I don't have anything like that. All I have is the whirlwind. All I have is my day-to-day -day action. All I have is, is, is the job I have now. All I have is the things that I do every day. I don't have any big, big vision or big purpose like that. And I want to invite you today on your very first zoom out vision. I want to invite you on your very first zoomed out vision. And here's how it goes. Did you know that you were created for a purpose that is so much bigger than you can imagine? So much bigger than you can imagine. And I, I want to I talk some, tell you something real fast or, or show you something real fast. There's a God, right? There's a God, creator of the universe. I, told, I said this earlier, but he loves you deeply. And not only does he love you, not only does he love you, but he wants you to be part of this big plan that he has to bring his way, his perfect way, his good way, right here onto our earth, right? His big plan, his, he, wants, he, he, wants to, to, he wants to include you. He wants you to be a part of that plan to bring his good way right here to earth. But knowing that you've made mistakes, as the same as I've made mistakes, it's the same as everyone has made mistakes, God, knowing that you made mistakes, he wanted, to make a, he wanted to make a way, not only that you could avoid the eternal consequences for the mistakes that you've made, but also a way that he can walk with you day in and day out as, as, you, as you walk out this, this vision, as you walk out this purpose, as you walk out this plan and being part of it, being part of the plan that God wants to bring his good way right onto this earth. God, God, God wanted to work out a way that you could be not only saved from the consequences of your mistakes, but also a way that he can walk with you day in and day out as you work towards this plan. And here's what it looks like. It looked like God, he sent his son Jesus, lived a perfect life here on earth, did great things, and, and, and he paid the price. He was, he was crucified, the worst death that you could imagine, killed on a cross, to pay the, the consequences for your mistakes. Not just to pay the consequences for your mistake, but to provide access so that God could walk with you day in and day out and bring you closer and bring you into the plan that he has to bring his way, his, his, his goodness right here to this earth. Man, that's amazing. Man, that's amazing. And, and, and here's all it takes to, to become part of that zoomed out vision, to, to, to take this first step and say, oh, you know what? Actually, I do have purpose. Actually, I do have a, a zoomed out vision. I do have a plan. Here's what it takes. You just have to accept to be part of that plan today. You just have to say, God, I, I do want to be part of your plan. God, I, 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 do want to, I, I do want to become more like this perfect example of what your plan looks like that Jesus lived on his life. And you don't need to know all the details about what that means today. 
because actually we've got people that want to walk with you through that. We, want to, we have people that want to help you uh, after you've made that decision and understand what it looks like. But really the basis of it is saying, you know, I want God's plan for my life to be the plan for my life. And you just have to make that decision today. And, 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 he, and here's what that looks like. All you got to do is there's a link in the, in the Facebook post. There's a link in the YouTube. There's a link on the website. You have to say, you have to click that link or you can go and text our number. We're going to put it right up here on the screen. You're going to text DECIDED to 541-229-8848. You text DECIDED to 541-229-8848. And someone's going to reach out to you and someone's going to help you get connected and learn what your next step looks like in following Jesus. All right? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray, and then I've got one more thing uh, that I want to tell you about, and then we are going to uh, go to our connect groups. All right? But I'm going to pray real fast for all of you guys making this decision right now, but then also for everybody here on this live stream as we are making the decision to keep God-sized vision in our eyes through managing the whirlwind. All right? God, I, I thank you for your son. God, I thank you that, that he died and he rose again on, on the third day. Lord, I, I want to I stand with everybody here that is making a decision to follow you. And we, and we just want to say all together, God, we believe that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And we want to give our lives to following you. We want to give our lives to being part of your plan to bring your purpose here to this earth. God, I, I pray that you would give each and every one of us the next step, the zoomed out vision with a next step of what we are to do this week to take that one step towards zoomed out vision. God, and if, 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 if there's anybody here that's thinking, you know what, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that next step looks like. God, I pray that you would, that you would have an encounter with them this week to show them that, that, that vision, that plan, that purpose that you have for their life. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, what we have coming up right now is we've got connect groups and we've got a little video to show you about them but it's time right now jump into your connect group if you have one or watch this video and figure out what that looks like also right after that we've got a video for you kids so if you're an adult and you're like man i want to jump into one of these connect groups but what are my kids going to do we've got a video for them they're going to love it it's super entertaining and awesome so sit down right there it's going to come on right after this you don't even have to change the channel all right check out this video